And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. I want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw. R&B Car Company are your used car experts. Make sure you join us on Rumble, rumble.com slash Casey, the host. Been growing like uh, gangbusters over the past week over there. So looking forward to continuing to grow Rumble as more and more people are walking away from uh, the YouTube which is what they should be doing. All right, I've had this article for several days now, and I just I wanted to get to it, and I'm, I'm going to try and do some things again that are a little bit different than just talking about Afghanistan today, which is you know what everybody else is talking about, and with good reason. But I, I said my piece mostly yesterday. Uh, some new developments today that we'll get into a little bit later on in the show, probably in the 5 o'clock hour. The 9-11 memorial is coming up. And this is the 20th anniversary. Now, the New York Post has an article from Susan Edelman that says the 9-11 memorial will exclude first responders and survivors. You you having trouble processing that one, Josh? The New York Post. 9-11 Memorial excludes first responders and survivors on the 20th anniversary. I'm intentionally leaving long pauses here so you can process what I just said. The article starts off, this memorial went from never forget to forget about the heroes of 9-11. The ceremony next month to honor those killed 20 years ago on September 11th will be limited to family members of the fallen after organizers decided first responders, survivors, and others wouldn't be invited to the milestone commemoration. The solemn gathering at the World Trade Center site will serve as the city's featured memorial on a day that devastated New Yorkers and shook the nation. In past years... The reading of the names of 2,983 deceased had been attended by Presidents Bush and Obama, U.S. Senators, Governors, and other dignitaries. Thousands have flocked to Ground Zero to pay homage to previous anniversaries, including firefighters, cops, EMS workers, and other first responders, all joining family members in the audience. This year, the 9-11 Memorial and Museum sent the unusual invitations to the relatives of the victims, saying, quote, the ceremony will be exclusively for 9-11 family members. The invitations will serve as the credential for admittance to the ceremony on the Memorial Plaza. And attendees will cluster near the two memorial pools uh, rimmed with the inscribed names of those who perished. So, You've got a memorial spokeswoman, uh, Lee Cochran. Only family members are invited. The the invited family members can bring as many additional family member guests as they'd like. Cochran insisted that nothing is new this year. What is it? Okay. What is the fetish with lying about crap? This, this has to be a fetish, right? Like, if you have a Twitter account, you're obsessed with lying about stuff because it provides some sexual gratification for you. Like, that has to be happening, right? But it, this is clearly a departure from previous years. Why lie about it? If there's a reason for it, explain the reason. 
then we can debate the reason. What is the point of saying there's nothing different? What are you talking about there's nothing different? Cochran insisted that nothing is new this year, but the rules have been loosely enforced to limit attendance and keep the event under control. Okay, now, (laughs) um, I was watching Fox and Friends, well, a clip of Fox and Friends this morning because it had uh, Governor Noam on. You realize that New York is going to have a really big concert here in like a week or two. Did you know that? New York is going to have a massive concert there, like Lollapalooza type, massive concert. Now, I'm talking about New York City, okay? They're going to have a big old concert. Nobody gives a crap about that. Nobody cared about Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza is not a super spreader event, folks. Sturgis is. Sturgis, where people are way farther apart than they are at Lollapalooza. Sturgis is a super spreader event. Because, oh, it's in a state with a Republican governor, and a lot of Republicans ride motorcycles, so they're bad. And then you go to Lollapalooza, where really it's just a bunch of gay women, and there you go. I know it's not just a bunch of gay women, folks, but, you know, grant me that joke. Where people are elbow to elbow, butt to belly, as one of my my, my one of my listeners said on the live stream yesterday, they were butt to belly. Um, that's not a super spreader event, but Sturgis Motorcycle Rally is... There was an outbreak of COVID before Obama's party at Martha's Vineyard. Obama had a party at Martha's Vineyard in the midst of that. And there have been like an, an, an additional 80 cases at least that have happened post-Obama party. That's not a super spreader event. Fauci won't even talk about it. There's going to be a massive concert in New York City. It's weaker. I think it's this week. Nobody's saying anything. But they want to limit the number of people who go for the 9-11 ceremony. Can't even have first responders there. I would even understand, I would say that it was based on nonsense, but I would understand if they said, this one's not going to be open to the general public. This is only going to be open to first responders and family and survivors. I I would understand at least the flawed logic there. But to say that if you survived, you don't, you don't get to go. If you're a first responder, you want to honor your fallen comrades, you don't get to go. And then to say, nothing's different this year. It's all the same. Jim Rich's retired firefighter, whose firefighter son Jimmy was killed in the attacks, has attended every 9-11 ceremony and said many first responders were admitted without passes. Yeah, because they're first responders. They turn a blind eye and let, and let them in. I know some in full uniform have gotten in and also seen others turned away. Uh, Sally Regenhard, whose firefighter son Christian was killed on 9-11, said responders and survivors should, be, should all be welcomed. Duh. As I've said before, as somebody who has survived COVID, I'm wondering when I get my ribbon and my holiday and my statue. I want it. I want it. You know what? I will model for the COVID survivor statue that will be erected in St. Joseph County. I will model for it. I mean, I live in Elkhart County, but primarily I spend time in St. Joseph County. So if you want to have a COVID survivor statue, I will be your muse. I will do that. God, that would be funny. You have to admit, that would be hysterical. You know what we need to do? We need to privately fund that. I can be in like some heroic pose or something like that, holding like a bunch of masks in my hand with like 40 masks on my face. We could have a whole thing and it will be privately funded. We'll donate it to the county. What are they going to do? Turn down a statue honoring the survivors of COVID? 
Tim Frolic, a Fuji Bank employee whose foot was crushed while escaping the dust cloud when the uh, South Tower collapsed, credits two Port Authority cops and a firefighter for bringing him to safety. He believes those heroes should be invited to the ceremony. They're the people we turn to in a moment of sheer chaos to help us. Oh, and let's not forget that they knew a lot of the people who died. This is the 20th anniversary, and this is all being done under the guise of COVID. But you can have a massive concert in New York City here in the near future. That's okay. You just you just can't have survivors of 9-11 show up for the ceremony. I said, at a bare minimum, let the survivors go. At, at a bare minimum. This seems like a no-brainer. But again, we're talking about bureaucrats and politicians and brains aren't something that they do very well. I I wish I had something else to say. I, I don't. Some things are important. You're allowed to riot and protest. That's okay. You're allowed to have concerts. That's okay. You're not allowed in New York City. You're not allowed to be an Orthodox Jew and go to the park. You're not allowed to be an Orthodox Jew and bury your rabbi. You're not allowed to be a survivor of 9-11 and attend the 20th anniversary memorial. Got more coming up. 95.3 MNC. All right. I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to do you a solid. Why? Because I'm your friendly neighborhood radio host. I am going to tell you an amazing story about an amazing leap forward in technology that right now will just seem awesome, but in the future will probably lead to us all dying. Okay? Just want to want to throw that out there. Skynet is live. We know that Skynet is real. Skynet is live right now. And Google has apparently created time crystals. This is not science fiction. A research team featuring dozens of scientists working in partnership with Google's quantum computing labs may have created the world's first time crystal inside a quantum computer. And quantum computers are going to be so awesome when they come out, by the way. I mean, you kind of can do some of that stuff now, but I'm talking when they're mass produced for everybody. This is the kind of news that makes me want to jump up and do a happy dance, writes the nextweb.com. These scientists may have produced an entirely new phase of matter. Okay. They then attempt to kind of explain this. I'm just going to quote you from all of this. All right. Crystals, um, science fiction uses crystals as like data storage and things like that. What a lot of people don't realize is that's a very real technology that is out there. It's just in its infancy. Time crystals are a difficult concept to understand and even harder to explain. They write the Google team might have created time crystals, might have created time crystals. This is a preprint research uh, study that has yet to receive full peer review. So, again, you know what we how we feel about peer review. Until the rest of the scientific community has time to review and replicate the work, we can't say for sure that it's legitimate. But that's what they're claiming. Google is claiming that they have created time crystals. So, what's a time crystal? The nextweb.com basically says it's a giant screw you to Isaac Newton. Time crystals are a new phase of matter. For the sake of simplicity, let's imagine a cube of ice. 
when you put a cube of ice in a glass of water, you're introducing two separate entities, the ice cube and the liquid water. Now, you're introducing those to each other at two different temperatures. They're both made of water. One's become a solid mass. Everyone knows that the water will get colder. That's why we put the ice in there. And over time, the ice will get warmer and turn back into water. Eventually, you'll just have a glass of room temperature water. Everybody understands this concept, right? Pretty basic stuff. That process is is thermal equilibrium. Most people are familiar with Newton's first law of motion. It's the one that says an object at rest tends to stay at rest, and an object in motion tends to stay in motion. Okay? An important side effect of this law of physics is that it means a perpetual motion machine is classically impossible. According to classical physics, the universe is always moving towards entropy. In other words, if we isolate an ice cube and a room temperature glass of water from all other external forces, the water will always melt the ice cube. The entropy, movement towards change, of any system will always remain the same if there are no processes, and it will always increase if there are no if there if there are processes. All right. Except when it comes to time crystals. So just so you know, you got Newton's Newton's law right there. Time crystals change all of that. Time crystals don't care what Newton or anybody thinks. They're lawbreakers and heart takers. They can theoretically maintain entropy even when they're used in a process. So what does that mean? Here's the next explanation. I realize that I'm 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 quoting this because I'm not smart enough to just shoot from the hip on this, okay? So that's why I'm kind of reading it to you. Think about a crystal you're familiar with, such as a snowflake. Not your not your grandkids, a snowflake. An actual snowflake. Snowflakes aren't just beautiful because each one is unique. They're also fascinating formations that nearly break the laws of physics themselves. Crystalline structures form in the physical world because of, for whatever fundamental scientific reason, the atoms within them want to exist in certain exact points. Want is a really weird word to use when we're talking about atoms. Okay. A time crystal is a new phase of matter that simplified would be like having a snowflake that constantly circled back and forth between two different configurations. It is a seven-pointed lattice one moment and a ten-pointed lattice the next, or whatever it wants. What's amazing about time crystals is that when they cycle back and forth between the two different configurations, they don't lose or use any energy at all when this is happening. You're starting to understand why this might be a big deal. Time crystals can survive energy processes without falling victim to entropy. The reason they're called time crystals is because they can have their cake and eat it too. They can be in a state of having eaten the whole cake and then cycle right back to the state of still having the cake. And they can theoretically do this forever. Most importantly, they can do this inside of an isolated system, which means they can consume the cake and then magically make it reappear over and over again forever without using any fuel or any energy. All right. Now, they ask a very simple question, why should you care about any of this? And that's a great question. Seems cool, but why is it important? Well, 
Time crystals could be the miracle that quantum computing actually needs. Quantum computers can solve really hard problems very fast. Unfortunately, they're brittle. It's hard to build them. It's hard to maintain them. It's hard to get them to do anything and even harder to interpret the results that they give. Now, this is why you hear about quantum computers in futuristic sci-fi shows, because we haven't really figured out how to do it yet. Not right, anyway. However, time crystals fix that problem. So if this is real, Google has solved the problem of quantum computing. Theoretically, you could have a cell phone in the future with this that is more powerful than all computers that are in existence right now at the same time. Theoretically. Got more coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Nothing better than talking about food stamps on a Tuesday afternoon. Let's uh, let's talk about the the Biden food stamp order. You know, I've got a feeling Afghanistan's just a distraction from the food stamp order. Don't let yourself get distracted by these major international events while Biden just slips through all these crazy things. I just want to remind everybody that the report is that Kamala Harris was intimately involved in what happened in Afghanistan. Just throwing that out there. And it looks, we'll get into Afghanistan in the 5 o'clock hour, I promise, but it looks like the Democrats might be making their move against him, which is early. He's supposed to give them two years. Then they're going to get him out of there and bring Kamala in. But it looks like, uh, based on the sheer number of former Obama officials who are coming out and destroying Biden today. It sure looks like they're making a play to get him out of there. So keep an eye on that. It's way early and not not good strategy, but maybe they've decided they don't like Kamala either. (laughs) Who knows? All right. Biden has ordered the USDA to permanently boost food stamp benefits by 25%. Where is, hold on a second. There was something I was going to do before vacation. And this just jogged my memory, and I haven't done it yet. So let me just look for something here, and I'll get to it in just a little bit. Uh, Yep, there we go. Got it. Look at that. Look at that. See? Efficient new show prep system. All right. In concrete terms, the average monthly per-person benefit will rise from $121 to $157. I... I mean, it makes sense that he would do this. Biden is making your food more expensive. So he's, he's probably got to boost this just to make sure that people don't starve to death. The Biden administration has approved a significant and permanent increase in the levels of food stamp assistance available. Again, permanent, not short term. This is permanent now. Available to one in eight Americans, uh, the largest single increase in the program's history. I don't buy for a second one in eight Americans qualifies for food stamps. Don't have that many people in poverty. Don't buy it for a second. Starting in October, average benefits for food stamps, officially known as SNAP, will rise more than 25% above pre-pandemic levels. The increased assistance will be available indefinitely to all 42 million SNAP beneficiaries. Okay, maybe I was wrong. 42 million people get SNAP? That's what I used to do 
when I would run into it, because I always find this funny. You ever go to like a drugstore? Not to not to buy dope. I mean, like a drugstore, you know, you know, a, a store that sells like drugs and band aids and stuff. So these drugstores have candy aisles. Have you ever gone into the the candy aisles of the drugstores? You can see this sometimes at Walmart's, but you really see it a lot at drugstores. You've done that, and on all of the candy, it says snap, 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 snap. You can you can use your snap cards to buy like you know Mike and Ike's and stuff. And <laughs> that sounds healthy. The aid boost was first reported by the New York Times. The details were confirmed by a spokeswoman for the Department of Ag. Uh, they will be formally announced. Uh, well, they've already been formally announced by uh, uh, Tom the Sack Vilsack. The aid boost is being packaged as a major revision of the USDA's thrifty food plan. So again, uh, per person, average monthly benefit will go from one twenty one to one hundred fifty seven dollars. Now, with that said, I've got a graph here. Of all of the government benefits that people can get, which illustrates, in my opinion, why employers cannot find employees. Friendly reminder. At least 1.8 million Americans turned down a job, chose to stay on benefits. We now have 1 million more jobs available than there are people unemployed. That is according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. It's not according to Kyle in his mom's basement or in his blog or anything like that. The Bureau of Labor Statistics says we have a million more jobs than we have unemployed people, which means a lot of you need to get a second job. You got to work on that. They're available for you. So here is (laughs) regular state unemployment insurance on average, $1,003 per month. $300 $300 weekly unemployment bonus, $1,300 per month. Food stamps, $365 per month. Uh, child tax credit, $600 per month. Earned income tax credit, $426 per month. For a total, okay, this is according to the Foundation of Government Accountability, and obviously this varies as an average. The total is $3,694 per month that a lot of Americans are getting in government benefits right now for not having a job. Which means to get them off of their backside and go back to work, you've got to offer them something more than $3,700 a month. I'm willing to bet a lot of you wouldn't mind $3,700 a month. It's not great pay, but it's not bad pay either. I think that a lot of you would probably be all right with that. For some of you, it's not good enough. I get it. But it sure is hard to hire somebody if you're not paying them $3,700 a month if you're an employer, right? Can you offer me $3,700 a month that I'm getting in government benefits right now? No, I can't do that. This is an entry-level job, uh, and it is part-time. Oh, yep, sorry, just going to stay on on government benefits then. Yeah, I know, but that's a conspiracy theory. We've got a million more jobs available than we have unemployed people in this country. But somehow it's a conspiracy that we still have a bunch of people unemployed. Hmm. Sure. Okay, so they're just afraid of COVID. Weird how they're not afraid to go to Lollapalooza, Sturgis. This concert is going to be held in New York. They're they're not going to be afraid to go to any of those other things. They're not afraid to go to Walmart, to go to restaurants or anything like that. It's, uh, It's kind of weird. Oh, speaking of restaurants, I... 
I have a homework assignment for you coffee shops and you restaurants that have drive throughs and stuff like that because I'm getting a little irritated with all of you. I'm going to talk about that coming up, 95.3 MNC. Casey, are you going to put the government benefits stuff in the show prep today? Yes, it is in the show prep. Hey, friendly reminder, stop sending me messages asking me to give you stuff. Uh, I will put it in the daily show prep, okay? Now, I will say I did have a an amazing commercial that I played on yesterday's live stream that people were asking me for links for, and I told them it would be in the daily show prep, and I forgot. So I apologize. I will try to remember to put it in the daily show prep today. If you watched the live stream yesterday, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, there is a wine commercial, no joke. It's a wine commercial that is so red meat America, and it's um, it's quite amazing, actually. It's getting a lot of attention, and a lot of people are actually calling it the best political ad, even though it's not a political ad, of the year. So I'll put that in the daily show prep today. I'll try and remember that, okay? If you're watching the live stream, maybe during the news break here at 5 o'clock, I'll play that for you. And you can enjoy it in all of its glory because it is really an amazing ad. All right. I want to thank R&B Car Company. Locations in South Bend and Warsaw. R&B Car Company are your used car experts. You can also go online at rbcarcompany.com. See their full inventory and everything else over there, too. All right. Um, what else do we We'll get to the Taliban stuff in Afghanistan here at 5 o'clock. Well, it looks like... Teammates don't like Megan Rapinoe. I've kind of mentioned this before. Like, she's been accused of being a bully previously. And a bunch of teammates are now coming out and they are saying, yeah, she's um she's a real piece of crap. Nobody seems to like her. There was some early reports a few weeks back that there were some teammates saying that, you know, Megan Rapinoe is is um kind of mean. Uh, she's a bit of a bully doesn't treat her teammates very well and that sort of thing. But more of those stories are starting to come out. And I am, I want I desperately want to talk about the appeal that the women's team has for the equal pay stuff, but I'm going to try and get a, a lawyer who covers this. I'm going to try and get him on the show because I've seen his coverage of it before and it's amazing. So I'm working on that. Hopefully we can work something out here in the near future if not, I'll just tear tear apart their arguments and and present them all to you before. If you haven't listened to my old podcast about equal pay for women athletes, go find it. Wherever podcast service you use, go find it because it was not to pat myself on the back. I was just telling Josh, I don't have an ego. I just pretend I do on radio. But that was a darn good segment. And I put a lot of work and research into that one. So do yourself a favor Go, if you listen to my podcast, go check that out. It'll be in the podcast section on my website or anywhere that you uh, you follow my podcast. Teammates of soccer star Megan Rapinoe accuses her of bullying the team into kneeling for the anthem. Well, I'm just shocked. As we have pointed out, there is a picture from the Olympics that's going around. Uh, one of the black players was standing, and there's Megan Rapinoe, pasty white lady, kneeling. Like if that's if that's happening, you kind of you kind of lost it. Did you know that Black Lives Matter's popularity is down ninety two percent this year? Ninety two percent. It turns out admitting that you're Marxist and burning down entire cities does not ingratiate you. 
with the general populace. So several people are coming forward and saying that she is um, she's been real mean. Hope Solo is also just ripping into her. Hope Solo has also pointed out that one of the reasons that that women aren't being paid more than they are right now is because Megan Rapinoe forced everybody to take the contract that they're now saying is unfair. <laughs> so hey, what are you what are you gonna do? You don't follow the the best or the brightest. You follow the one with the brightest hair. That's what you do. That's your leader now, the one with the brightest hair. This is what America has become. All right. Rumble.com slash Casey, the host. Some new developments in Afghanistan. I'm going to talk about that. Um, Doesn't look good for Biden and his administration. And I think that Democrats are turning on him. Maybe you might want him out. That's coming up next.